0: Joe.
1: And this is Ubaldi Brief, and we're going to talk today about cancel culture.
0: So is this new? I know that when President Trump was in office, there were a lot of cancel culture going on.
1: It's been going on for a couple of years. It started on the Obama administration when he used identity politics for any group or any entity who had a perceived grievance, whether they knew it or not. And when Trump became president, it just accelerated to an astronomical level. And everything was, last point, everything was based off, you've been aggrieved, you have a grievance, and it's somebody else's fault. And. The progressives really took this and they ran amok with it. Free speech is under attack like we've never seen it before.
0: We saw it last summer with Uncle Ben's, Aunt Jemima, even like to the point where Lakeland Butter or whatever removed the Indian girl there and now... I think the whole Potato Head thing, like Mr. Yeah,
1: Mr. Potato Head, I think it was by Hasbro. They're going to have, they call it Potato now or something.
0: I think it was more of a money move than an actual culture move. I think they can probably save a lot of money on packaging. They can put the Mrs. Potato Head and Mr. Potato Head parts in just one package they can even save some ink on the letter saying without putting a mister or missus in front of it. And they can charge a ex- couple extra bucks because they're getting both sets. So I think it was just maybe like a money move. And then people looked at it and just took it in the wrong direction.
1: Because there was in California, there was two democratic lawmakers. I think in the state assembly, they both are from Los Angeles and they, Put out a bill, whether the governor signs it or not, was you cannot separate toys by gender. You have Mm -hmm. to have gender-neutral toys. Now, to me, it's an asinine thing that out of all the problems California is facing, you're going to spend your time and effort deciding where a company puts its toys.
0: It's what's important, John. Look, forget the schools or the police funding or... That you're, let's worry about toys and make sure that they're not in, they're all over. Have you ever been to a Target or a Walmart where the boys' toys are and then where the girls' toys are without labeling them?
1: No, I, I've been to a toy store with a friend's daughter. You have children, especially yeah. you have a young child who's four. So when you go to Target, I really haven't paid attention to it, but I'm sure since you have a daughter, you're going to go, and even with her daughter, I've we just knew where the boy the boys' toys
0: are and the girls. Yeah. And then also uh, another thing is that they're going after Dr. Seuss.
1: Yeah, and that's because I think the first was Dr. Seuss the the author is of Dr. Seuss's birthday. And they had a proclamation on reading mm-hmm. and for the first time President Trump, President Obama used Dr. Seuss, but Joe Biden decided to pull it and he hasn't in his press books Jen Psaki hasn't said why they pulled it. They just pulled it. There was a group, I think, out in California was opposed to it because of the diversity. And I think one of the statements that Jen Psaki said, the day is also a chance to celebrate diverse authors whose work and lived experience reflect the diversity of our country. That's certainly what they attempt to do or hope to do this year. And then the last part of the exercise, we celebrate the love of reading, uplift diverse and representative author it is especially important that we ensure all children can see themselves represented and celebrating the books that they read. Now,
0: think- my point would be real quick is that, and even maybe if Biden, even the reason why Biden's not saying anything is because he's not writing it; someone else is writing it for him, and they're the ones that are making all the. Like I said.
1: Like, like that a- I don't, that I don't know, but I, it just seems like this is what you're focused on. But see, this goes back to cancer culture, where somebody is offended about something, so we have to remove it. Yeah, and this is all about free speech, so we're going to dictate something that happened decades ago when it was written, that was a different time in a different place. I was talking with a gentleman at work who was African-American and he's a young kid. He's probably 19, 20 years old. And we were talking about something about like tattoos as an example. One of the girls got a tattoo and she was showing everybody her tattoo. But 20 years ago or 25 years ago, I was telling them, Tattoos were not as relevant or as big as it is now. Back in the day, if you had a tattoo, you were either in the military, you were in a gang, you were a prisoner. It was not exactly established, especially for women. Women having a tattoo 30, 35 years ago wasn't seen as a good thing. Yeah. Today, it's different. So we're taking societal norms that happened 50 years ago, and this is where when it goes back to our founding fathers. What happened in the 1780s and 1790s when they were forming the Constitution of the United States, yeah, they owned slaves. That was, I'm not saying it was right, but that was the societal norms at that time. And it's just a misreading of history. There's a debate about the 1619 Project, which said that's when America was founded when the first slave came here mm-hmm. instead of 1776. And many historians refuted that notion because it was poorly done, poorly researched, and the Revolutionary War was all about taxation.
0: So let's go back to cancel culture a little bit with. Disney. Okay. So Disney is not altering anything when it comes to their movies or anything that they have done in the past when it comes to their movies, but they put a 12 second disclaimer on it that you can't fast forward, that you can't go past. Isn't that, wouldn't that be a better way to uh, handle this, especially in the Dr. Seuss thing, because if you start taking away certain things, you're actually erasing history. That's getting really close to book burning.
1: I look at it this way. Give the American people, make, let them make up their own mind if they want to see something. For a corporation or a, a movie theater, to put a disclaimer, now they're even canceling parts of The Muppet Show because there was some of the characters or something. It's just, where do you stop? Where do you draw the line? Something that person does may be offensive to me, but it's just what what is the dividing line? What is the, the end mark? And it's just, and it's almost akin to the French Revolution. You have the early revolutionaries overturned a monarch and then they were overtaken and they were guillotined because you always had the one-upmanship one up and then you had it's just the wrong way to go we've got to end this even bill maher who's very liberal said where does this stop
0: as we talked about earlier today we're just going to get into a can- count cancel culture loop where it's just Where eventually we're going to just be counseling out each other. And then, almost like a a snake eating its own tail, there's not going to be anything left.
1: Yeah, because somebody is going to be offended over something. Yep. And now there's a lot of a few constitutional scholars that comes to free speech. There, as an example, I wrote an article that was posted this week about free speech. You have the two Democratic lawmakers. From California, talking about they wrote letters to all the cable providers, all the networks, saying, You need to cancel all the platforms, you need to cancel Fox News, One American News, and other conservative sites. Then they held a hearing at the Energy and Commerce Committee to say about this. Now, what would the work America have done or the media have done if Donald Trump and his allies did the same thing? Yeah. So we're ending free speech. Speech is, is not protection of popular speech. It's the protection of unpopular speech. And it seems like the Democrats and others want the tech companies and they want businesses to regulate what they deem free speech. Yeah. And look at us, Joe. We do this podcast, and very good at, I could say, but we do this podcast, who's to say, Facebook can't block us or Twitter can't block us or Instagram or any of the social media platforms we use. Or Apple, they deem, I don't like what John and Joe are doing, so we're going to cancel that.
0: And thank God we still have our free speech while we still have it. Why don't you go ahead and tell them how they can get a hold of us, John?
1: Get a hold of us by going to Ubaldi reports at gmail.com. That's Ubaldi reports at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, look up Ubaldi Reports, and you'll see us. Or you can go to on Facebook. There's Facebook groups and check out Ubaldi reports.
0: All right. So everybody have a good day and we'll talk to you later.
1: And keep listening to Ubaldi Brief. <laughs>